Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. Today's podcast, we're talking about seven Facebook growth strategies to go from zero to a thousand likes and beyond. We're going to be covering things like different ad strategies, how to cross-pollinate between platforms, and how do you create engagement. The amount of marketing information available is crippling businesses to make informed decisions. Are you one of them? Before you spend another dollar on the next shiny object, ask us first if it's worth it. Stop the overwhelm now at Digital Traffic Institute. Become a member at digitaltrafficinstitute.com forward slash special. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 108. We are going to be digging into a little bit more Facebook. On our last episode, we spoke about Facebook, but this time we said we promised and we are going to deliver how you deal with some ads. Ads are everywhere. It's making Facebook a lot, a lot of money. And we thought, well, we're going to dig in and we're going to share with our audience what you can do to start getting in and cashing in on this ad revolution. Heather Porter, I think I can hear you breathing somewhere. Are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here. Hi, hi guys. How's it going? Hi, Andrew. Hey, Heather. How you doing? Um, you know, after last week, uh, we thought we'd dig in a little bit about Facebook because you've been head head deep in teaching ad strategies to business owners, right? I have. Yeah. Um, I've been doing that for an online little TV show I'm working on. I've I've had a, a teach a speaking teaching engagement like a week ago, and I have another one coming up actually for. Um, Salon Melbourne for read exhibitions coming up. So I'm so into social media. It is crazy. <laughs> oh, who would have thought? We'll call you the social media chick. I know. Yeah, I know. I've, I've taken the reins from the social media bloke temporarily. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to keep up with it. I'm trying to keep up with it. In fact, I'm actually, I'm, I'm like, I'm doing more and more social media than ever before now too. So it is quite interesting to see, you know, full circle. When we started Autopilot Your Business many, many moons ago, we would, that was our focus was to do some social media. And then we sort of moved away from it and now we're coming back, but more concentrating doing it for us rather than, than other people. So, um, it's sort of good to sort of be back in there and seeing some results and what's changed because geez, the heck of a lot changed since we started doing it. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, but you know what the, the cool thing is, is that the fundamentals seriously have not changed much. Um, it's that whole thing of, of really engagement and consistency, which are definitely going to be little themes that you're going to hear us talking about throughout this episode. Yeah. I'm glad you said that because, you know, a lot of people, um, when I speak to a lot of business owners, especially older business owners, you know, they're, they're struggling to keep up with what's going on and they're like, well, I'm too scared to do anything wrong. I'm too scared to do this or do that. And at the end of the day, you know, my, my message is, if you owned a shop, how would you like to be speaking to people? What would you like to reveal about yourself if somebody walked into your shop? Um, and at the end of the day, you also just deal as if you were one-to-one person. Don't worry about a platform because you haven't used it before. It's still the same principles. It's still about building a relationship and engaging with that person. And the other thing is this, yeah, even though it's out there forever, temporarily, or I should say permanently on your wall until you delete it, the cool thing is this. 
um, most of us will be on Facebook for a short amount of time and we look at our news stream and then we're off. And so even if you post something and you mess up, only a small fraction of your followers are going to see it and only for a short amount of time until other stuff fill up their stream or their news feed, I should say. Unless you do something really stupid and it goes viral. Viral. Yeah, good point. Then you are okay. <laughs> but anyway, having said that, what have you learned this week? What have you uh, discovered out and about in your travels? So um, I've been testing Instagram more. I've had an Instagram account now for quite a while and I'm kind of on and off it. And again, let's let's talk about the theme. Here we go. Theme number one, consistency. So I'm working to get myself consistent on Instagram by posting something every few days. And yeah, sure, I'd be, I should be doing it more than that. But you know what? I'm only human like you guys. I'm a business owner. I'm busy. So for me, my commitment is every few days to see what's happened. And as a result of doing that and also engaging with other people's posts and liking other people that are in my circle, I've noticed a huge spike in people liking me back. It's been really cool. Mm. So to, to make my life easier, Andrew, I've been thinking, well, obviously if I'm committing to this, uh, I could use scheduling tools that exist, but also how could I create content that's sort of native or looks good in Instagram? So I, I went out and I um, I had one of these apps for a while called Hyperlapse, which is basically created from Instagram uh, where you can do sort of fast speed videos, mm -hmm. you know, hyperspeed is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And then I also over the last year stumbled upon another one called layout, which allows you to take your photos and break them into boxes within one photo. And then I thought, cool, what else is out there to make my life easier? And there's another one called boomerang. And I don't think a lot of people know this, but that's basically called the Instagram suite of apps. Mm -hmm. So you have hyperlapse, which does um, hyperspeed videos because Instagram's all about quick videos. You have boomerang, which is basically animated GIFs. So it's like a one second video loop. And then you have layout, which allows you to do really cool layouts um, with canvas, like moving your, your images around. You can have multiple images in one image. So I think that's my main thing I've discovered is just consistency on Instagram, but using the tools that they provide to you to make cool, um, you know, images and, and videos that get up your engagement. Yeah, I um, I'm the same. I've noticed a, a big spike in uh, movement in Instagram. In fact, if you want to follow Heather or myself on Instagram, come and check us out. You can find us at um, on aybsocial.com. All of our social profiles are there. So Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook and YouTube are all there too. So um, if you want to follow us on Instagram though, come and check us out there. Um, but you know, I've noticed as well, what I've sort of discovered this week, I noticed that, um, you know, I'm big on Twitter and I'm big on LinkedIn, but both of those have had a little bit of a scary quarter at the end of 2015. In fact, I think the Twitter growth was minus. They actually started losing some people, um, mm. which is a little bit of a concern because Twitter has been in a bit of a spiral for a while. Um, so, you know, you're, you're seeing growth on Instagram and, I, and I'm seeing growth on Instagram, but I'm seeing a lack of growth on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. Um, but one that's certainly not going backwards is uh, Facebook. You know, they're still growing and uh, interesting to see the, how that goes. Of course, Instagram is owned by Facebook. So um, it's interesting to see these ones that are working, the ones that are not and struggling and what sort of things they're doing really quick. Like Twitter is changing all the time. There's new things coming out all the time on Twitter. And uh, I just hope they don't make it so crazy changeable, changing that people get get upset with it and say, oh, it's all too hard. I'm going to go somewhere else. 
Mm, interesting. Interesting point. Um, I think that anything that is the biggest country in the world population-wise, like Facebook, is uh, just that alone. The sheer mass of it makes it worthwhile being there. Um, and I, I know I've been watching the Twitter people up and up and right uh, uh, up in arms, I suppose, mm-hmm. based on the whole new layout that's happening, where apparently they're going to change algorithms and have their you know, the most popular tweets up first, where as with Twitter, we've all, all of us that have used it, we use it because it's like um, a news feed where you basically, as things happen, they come up your page. So you, you make sure you don't miss anything. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if people stick around and like the changes or not. Yes, watch this space. But uh, today we're talking about Facebook. And as we, we are. I have, I have to ask you a question before we continue on because oh, this yeah. is all the rage. It's all the rage right now, speaking uh-huh. of social media. Uh-huh. All right. So, just recently, of course, the digital uh, marketer did the traffic and conversion summit in San, San Diego, I San think Diego, it was. Yep. Yep. And they had Gary Vaynerchuk there who writes or wrote a book that we always talk about called Jab, 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 Right Hook. Um, and he was raving on about. Snapchat. I just have to ask, Andrew, are you using it Snapchat yet? <laughs> I am. I am. I've got Snapchat. Uh, am I using it effectively? I would say no. Am I trying to keep up with it? Yes, I am. In fact, I follow Gary on Snapchat and I follow a few other people on Snapchat. Um, I'm just trying to keep up. Just trying to keep up. Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> it's changing too, actually. They've done a whole bunch of changes too recently. Um, how about you? Are you keeping up with Snapchat? The same as you, just watching it. Uh, I think early adopters in marketing are going to be on there. I don't think most business owners are going to go on there for a while, to be quite honest. I think it's just another thing that's going to add to the noise. So guys, watch this space. We'll have a play and we'll report back to you, I think, probably in a few more episodes or so. Maybe, maybe more after that once we see if there's something going on in there for you that's worth your while. I I just had to ask. When I speak, I still have the people put their hand up saying, you know, I haven't started with Facebook yet. Yeah. And uh, Facebook's 12 years old now, and uh, I think Snapchat's pretty safe from getting a whole bunch of early adopters real quick in the next few months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. Face- Facebook, yeah? So let's yes. kick into um, some cool Facebook things. So as you said earlier, we're going to do seven Facebook growth strategies. And four of those are actually um, different types of ads. So should we get started with those? Let's do it. Kick it in. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, cool. So I don't really want to make this too advanced for for you guys. Some of you are going to totally get this because you've been there, done that, and you, you're using ads or you've used an ad before. For those of you that have not yet used a Facebook ad, what I recommend you do is basically two things. Go to Facebook.com. I look, Andrew. I always go forward slash ads, and then it redirects me somewhere you know to, that I need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's the easiest place. But go and get yourself an account. It's not. It's not too scary to actually you know get started. And um, you know we do actually have really cool trainings and live Q and A about how do you use Facebook in your business and DigitalTrafficInstitute.com. So if you actually want your hand held through these four points we're going to talk to you about, then pop on by our website and um, check us out because that's where Andrew and I hang out all the time. We do our live Q&As, all that cool stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So ad number one, Um, what you want to do is inside of Facebook in your ads manager, you have a little area in there called audiences and you can set yourself up with a pixel. Actually, all of us that had have ads account automatically have this thing called a pixel that's been given to us. It's a piece of code and you put it on your website 
And what it means is that you can track visitors to your website, either your website as a whole or specific pages on your website. So what you'll want to do, ad number one, is get that pixel on your site. And here, here's what's really exciting is because what you can do is you can place ads to people that have been on your website saying something along the lines as this, hey, loved that you popped by my website, was really excited to meet you there. By the way, have you liked my Facebook page yet? And yes, you did hear correctly. You can place an ad to people that have been to your website saying, hey, and have a conversation with them. Glad to you've been on my website. Why don't you like my Facebook page? Pretty and, cool. And that only goes to the people that have been to your website, right? Only to the people that have been to your website. And you can also put like a time limit on it. So it can be placing ads to anybody that's been to your website within 180 days, 30 days, 60 days, 15 days, 10 days. Mm. I'd probably keep it pretty, you know, tight like within maybe the last five or seven days so they're still remembering your website by the time they see your ad <laughs> now you can't put a name there because you don't know their person's name you just know no. that that particular computer or browser that they're looking at has been to your website in that period of time no yeah exactly right. and you know the the reason why i wrote this down as a topic is because i thought it was so smart when i when i this happened to me so um, there is a guy that we've mentioned quite a few times, Ezra Firestone, and he is, he's like an e-commerce whiz kid, for lack of a better word. And he, um, I think one of his businesses, I think he's a business partner in it, is called Boom by, Cid, Boom by Cindy Joseph.com. Uh, it's a makeup line for aging women. And it's, it's pretty cool little line of makeup there. But I went to her site because I was sort of checking out what Ezra has been doing on some of his e-commerce sites, went over to Facebook and sure enough, I get the ad that's like, Hey, and it's with Cindy's photo. And it, it was really, per, you know, personable. And she's like, Hey, it was so cool to see you over my website. I do lots of cool things on my Facebook page, give, give away discounts and all that would be great to see you over there as well. And it was just a Facebook like ad. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So. There's an idea for you guys right there. Good. Um, moving on. So we got another one. Number two. Now, number two, add, add type number two to build your growth over time. You have, well, most of you, if you have a website, you should have an email list that you're building, um, which is basically people that are opting in to get your, as we say, party starter, which is your lead magnet or your newsletter or something for free. And you're going to have an email list. You can actually export that email list from your email program, such as MailChimp or Aweber and a, and a um, CSV spreadsheet. And basically, you just delete out all the columns, keep the email column intact, and then you can go into your Facebook Ads Manager, go under the same area where you grab the pixel under your Audiences tab, and then you can create what's called a custom audience where you have an option to upload a spreadsheet. And you can upload your email list spreadsheet, and Facebook is then going to go out and match all those emails on your list with users in Facebook and it's going to come back with a custom audience of your email list. Cool. <laughs> so, so one, one word of, um, one word of advice around this part of it though, is that it only matches people, email, people's email addresses on your list that actually use that email to log into their Facebook account, right? Yes, exactly. So, so, so if someone's using a different email address, um, for logging into Facebook than they did to sign up for your, whatever you gave away opt-in, um, then they won't appear inside that ad um, audience. Right? Nope, exactly. And that's why you're kind of covering your bases here with the other ad type, which is yeah. dropping the pixel from people that have been on your site. So right. you're kind of like 
making sure that you're getting as many of the people that are getting familiar with your brand as possible um, in ads. Yeah, good point. So with this one, you do the similar sort of thing. It would be like, hey, um, so cool to, to see you on Facebook. I know you're, you know, getting my newsletter. Um, if you're not yet liked my page, come on over and like my Facebook page. You can even do ads, by the way, in the ad setting, you can say only people that are on my list that don't like my page. So you can make an, you know, an ad that says, I know you don't like my page, for example. Yeah. Well, there's no point, there's no point advertising, um, to someone who's already done or taken action. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's, that's a good point. So look for that setting when you're doing this to make sure that you're only targeting people that don't like your page. Yep. Cool. All right. Number three. Number three. Okay. So here's another one. Um, we've talked about having your audience from your website, your email list, but then what you can do is actually set up what's called a lookalike audience where, uh, for both visitors to your site and also from your email list. And what that simply is, is Facebook's doing a guest job on the demographic sort of interests of your list and your, um, you know, from your, from your, website, but also your email list, they're going to match that up to people that they think are similar. And then they will build you an audience based on that. So you'll want to do a custom lookalike audience. So where I told you before, where you upload your email list in the in the audience area, there's another option under custom audiences to do what's called a lookalike audience. And you would basically say, I'm going to choose my email list as a lookalike to build a lookalike from, and then I'll do another lookalike audience that's choosing my website visitors as a lookalike. So then you now are left with four different audiences that you've built, the two lookalikes and then the two that you created. It's pretty powerful what Facebook can do, um, especially matching up the relevant people that are similar to the audience that you've currently got. So uh, it's a really, really cool way of getting a large audience um, that are likely to be your target market. Yeah, without having to feel like you're a whiz kid at like uh, market research <laughs> working exactly. out interests. Exactly. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. It's got, it's kind of like the lazy man's tool for getting you know people that are similar to those that are already visiting your website. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and that's cool. good. That's a good thing. Um, and then the last type of audience or ad that you would do is to have, um, oh, and taking a quick step back, obviously those look like people don't know who you are yet. They're only suggested similar audience. So you're not going to want to do an ad to them saying, Hey, yeah. you've been to my website. <laughs> they don't know you. So it's, it's, you can have to be a little creative to spark conversation and, um, sort of say, maybe, maybe put a question in there. Are you a business owner that's, that's sort of wanting to find cool new Facebook pages to be a part of? Then check me out. You know, yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, good one. Good one. Um, ad number four is then you want to reach out and this is more advanced. So this is more for targeting um, different types of interest groups or little niches that exist. And inside of Facebook Ads Manager, still in the Audiences tab, there's another area. Um, so, so far we've talked about the custom audience area and the pixel. There's another one called um, Audience Insights. And you can go in there basically and you can type in a location, an age range, um, gender, and you can then start to type in interests. And what's going to happen is say that we're typing in, uh, I don't know, give me an example. Who were we talking about earlier, Andrew? Um, like, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about yoga, yoga classes or yoga instructors. Yeah, cool. So Lululemon Athletica, which is a big yoga um, brand, you can type in Lululemon Athletic or Athletica. And 
inside of this audience insights, you can then, there's a little tab at the top that'll come up saying page likes. And it's going to suggest all these other pages that people like, that uh, like Lululemon that are in the gender that you chose in the age range and the location that you've set up. And you can start to get ideas of different areas or different things that people like, because if you're just doing ads and you're just like yoga mad, so you're going like Lululemon, yoga pants, yoga this, yoga that, that's not a real human being. We're not, like, even yoga people are not obsessed just with yoga. They like whole foods. They like energy healing. You know, there's mm-hmm. lots of different things out there that you want to put together to make a real person in your interest group. Right. So you, you use this tool, you create like a little custom audience using interests. And what's really cool about this is you can actually target it down, like I was saying, to um, location. There's some girls I was working with and talking to in Dubai. And they're, they're um, going after the weight loss market. The people or the interests in Dubai and Jordan are very, very different for weight loss than the interests in Los Angeles, who they were also targeting, and they were also targeting London. Mm-hmm. Each one had very different interest groups. So then they developed three audiences based on the interest groups of where people lived. Right. Very, very good. So, um, yeah. Okay. Good. I'm so sure. pretty I'm, cool. I'm, I'm writing so- notes. I'm writing notes. <laughs> You can, you can see, you know, and guys, even though Andrew and I do this like obsessively, we still have to rekindle our memory. So like I was saying, these speaking gigs and stuff I'm doing, I had to go back in and remind myself of what exists. So this is cool stuff. These are four really powerful ways of getting likes into your page, but not just likes. Once you have these audiences built, you can run ads to them so you can promote your posts. So once you do like, posts on your Facebook wall. We've talked about this before. You, you you have posts where you can have a link that goes off of Facebook. If you put a link in, generally Facebook is not going to want to give you a lot of traffic unless you pay for it. So if you're promoting your own blog post, for example, you can use all these audiences. You can do promote your post to these four different groups or that we were just talking about. And suddenly you're not only getting page likes, but you're also getting engagement, which is pretty cool and promoting your own products and services. So let me ask you, um, what's your opinion on having a good like base for your page? Is it still relevant, do you think? Or is it um, it's just a matter of, uh, yeah, it's good to there because social proof is worth it? All of the above. And I think... I just use, I think, common sense on this. So when I go and look for people to follow, I, and I, I think I'm pretty similar like most people. I make an immediate assumption based on the fact that they have 100 likes or if they have 10,000. Straight away, I think the one that has 10,000 likes is way more qualified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, even, they- even if they've been paid for, you don't really know that straight off the bat, but it instantly says, hey, these people have more credibility than anybody else right absolutely and the way to pay for the likes like what we've been saying is not the cheesy way where you go out and you pay somebody to go get you dodgy likes these are real targeted people so yeah it uh, and i don't know that and i don't even question that i just see that number and think well they must be kind of cool happening yeah. facebook page i think i think you make a good point because um the the problem with going out and buying cheap cheap likes from a from a foreign country where you can buy them on you know 10 cents for a like or whatever it is and and you get uh let's say you buy 10,000 likes from a country that doesn't even doesn't even resonate with any of your followers um Facebook look at that and they see what sort of interaction and engagement your page is having. And if they see that your page has zero, like zero from dodgy accounts that are just 
um, were there to create this exact phenomenon, if you like, then yeah. they will start um, hurting you. It will hurt you and it'll take you a long, long, long time to clean up. You know, when we first started, we, we were playing around with this and I think we purchased some likes from our, you know, maybe it was 2009 we did this or 2010, way back in the beginning. And um, it was, uh, I think we Vietnamese, we had a few, I'm talking maybe a hundred or so back then. But, um, but it really was damaging to our page. We had to really work hard to get rid of those people that liked us so mm-hmm. that we could have a concentration of actual people that really wanted to see our stuff, that were interested in it. And then only then was our um, engagement and our organic reach growing again. So be careful about the way you go and buy likes. You know, Do it the right way, not the wrong way. And you brought up the second point, which is engagement, because when you, uh, I look at the likes, but I also look at engagement. So even if there's 10,000 likes and I go on and, and I'm not seeing much happening, then I, I question that as well. So um, with ads, what I found is is basically you want to do two things. You want to do page likes while you're doing ads, promoted posts. The reason why, if you think about common sense of this, if I'm a new fan on a Facebook page, I see a like ad, I click on like, and then suddenly I'm not seeing anything in my, my um, newsfeed because what do you, why do you, by the way, what do you call it, Andrew? Is it newsfeed or time? T- what do you? <laughs> uh, newsfeed. I, I still call it newsfeed. Okay, cool. I know I've heard so many different words. Newsfeed. Right. So I'm on my newsfeed. I've liked this page and I don't see anything else from them and I totally forget who they are. Um, the reason why is probably because that page is promoting their own blog posts and their own content. And like I just told you that if you don't pay for that traffic, then Facebook is it's difficult to get organic. So if you're doing page likes, then I'd also be doing promoted posts because not only are you getting people that are new and excited about your brand, but then they're seeing posts, sending you sending them back to your website, whether it's to lead magnets or whether it's to blog posts or whatever you're promoting. But it's all very fresh and you're, and you're front of mind on their newsfeed. You so know both. I think um, we have covered a lot in this episode already crazy. I can't believe how, how time flies again as usual. Heather. But um, before I want to have a quick, quick, quick little break so people can take a breath and then I want to come up, come back and wrap up what we've just spoken about. Before you go, actually, because I know we, we already sort of promised at the start, we'd give the other bits out of the four ads. Oh, we haven't covered okay. that yet. Wow. Okay. No, hold, we hold haven't. Hold the phone, everybody. Hold the phone. But the, but, the, but the last ones are so quick. It'll take us three minutes. Shoot. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we also said, so we, we give you four ad types, but we'd also tell you how to um, cross pollinate or cross promote your Facebook on other areas really quickly on that. It's easy guys. You want to stick your Facebook links on your website, right? So you want to have them in your, um, you can have a hello bar at the top of your site that says, Hey, have you liked me on Facebook yet? You can have it in your footer. You could have it in your blog post. Make sure you have your Facebook button to send people back to your Facebook page to like it. Also, make sure that you funnel your followers from your other accounts. I have been seeing this happening a lot. So what do I mean by that? Facebook gives you with a, with a post, it actually gives you a URL. Each of your posts have a URL. Um, so when you do a post on your wall, you can click on the date on that particular post and it will open up into a new window uh, in your browser. And that gives you a, like a permalink to that post. You can take that link from your Facebook post and then tweet it. Andrew, do you see that? Because I see that happening all the time from people. Yes, I do. It's very smart, very clever. 
very smart. So you can cross-pollinate to your Twitter, to your Pinterest. You can bring it to other areas and promote your Facebook posts to there. But you can also mention on your other social accounts, hey, have you followed me on Facebook yet? Because I also do this over there. So cross-pollinate on your other accounts, sharing your page, but also your posts, and then also make sure you have it stuck all over your, your website. Um, and I think the last thing as we start to wrap up is the engagement. Here's the key, guys. You you want to be promoting your content from time to time to your fans, just as we already talked about with the ads. Make sure that you're not making an assumption that Facebook's organically giving you traffic. You need to, to get your engagement up by paying money every now and again. But also, engagement's not always about sending people off Facebook. So don't always stick links to other ex- external resources. You also want to do images. You want to do questions. You want to do text videos that you upload into Facebook. Listen to our previous episode on this if you want to get into some of the engagement tips. But keep that in mind. It's not all about these ads and getting likes. Once you have them, you need to do stuff with them. <laughs> questions with pictures get better responses than questions without pictures. Just FYI. Yeah. Yes. Love it. So now now we've we've delivered we've delivered the, the different seven points. We are there. <laughs> You're a machine. You are rattling them off like no one's business. When we come back, we're going to wrap up exactly what you just went through so people can have a nice, succinct excerpt. Sounds like a plan. Want to ramp up your knowledge and results in online marketing, social media, and automation? Whether you want to get your first 1,000 followers or double your profits, all you need to do is follow these steps inside DTI. Sign up and grab your special listener bonuses now at digitaltrafficinstitute.com forward slash special. All right, so we are back and we are about to wrap up. But before we do, let's just cover off real quick bullet point form what we went through today so you can actually take some action because we want you guys to take some action. Go and do some of this stuff. It's all good listening to it, but take some action. Go and get out and do it. So we covered, first thing was the four different ad strategies. Heather, you want to run through the four different ad strategies for us? Number one, get a pixel on your website and build a custom audience of everybody that's visiting your website. So you can place an ad to them to like your page. Number two, upload your email list. Create a custom audience with your email list and place ads to them to say, hey, you're on my email list. You get my newsletter. Come and like my page. (laughs) Number three is to create a lookalike audience of both your email list and the people visiting your website. By the way, keep little insider point. If you're not getting a lot of traffic on your site yet, or you don't have a big email list, you might not have enough people to build a lookalike audience. So don't be discouraged if you can't do that yet. Number four is to build a list of interest using the audience insights. So you can start to target um, cold traffic, people that are interested in what your business offers, but maybe don't know who you are yet. Those are the four ad types. Andrew, my takeaway from that would be for the, just specifically on the ads would be, if you don't have a Facebook ads account, go set one up. And yep. if you have a Facebook ads account, pick one of those four areas that you've not yet done in your business when you're doing your ads. Pick one, whether it's a pixel or, or upload your email list, and just do that. Just get that audience created um, you know, after you listen to this podcast. Absolutely. And if you get stuck with any of this and you are a member of Digital Traffic Institute, of course, we can help you with all of that stuff too. If you want to come and check it out, digitaltrafficinstitute.com. Hey, um, thanks very much, H. Good one. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Remember to be coolly engaging on your Facebook page because all this cool stuff we're teaching you won't work unless you keep up the good work and be yourself on your page. Share cool things. Get people you know, interested in what you're doing. Tell us what your page is and I'll come and like it myself. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, we have three, don't we? So I have my own Heather Porter page. So if you just type in Heather Porter in Facebook, um, it's the one in the I'm, – I'm dressed in blue. My personal profile is in red, but this one you want is the blue one. Andrew, what's yours under? Just your um, name? Yeah, just my name. You can check us out on ayb.social.com. Uh, all of our links are there. But let us know what your page is, and we'll go out and like it for you. <laughs> yeah, seriously, come by and say hi to us. Um, aybpodcast.com. You'll find the show notes for this episode, a transcript you can download, check out. Uh, and then, you know, if you've gotten totally confused about these four really cool ad points and other things we discussed, this is the best place to go and read more and get more details on how you need to do this in your business. Awesome. Thank you, Heather. Thank you, everybody. Look forward to the next podcast. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, you guys. Bye. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.